This podcast contains very strong language. It may not be suitable for all listeners. Okay, what would you rather? What would you rather? Hi, Julia. <laughs> Hi, Will. Fancy bumping into you here on this pre-organised Zoom meeting for this introduction. Lovely to see you, as always. Love to see you. One of my favourite uh, tropes, that, in anything, mm. uh, particularly the... Uh, like a, a documentary and someone's like, oh, hi, I didn't see you there. Yeah, when they're like reading a book or something and then yeah. they look up. Yeah, love uh, that. Have you ever seen, it's a it's like a famous documentary with Gary Busey from like the, the 90s. No, and he, I have not. They just start doing the interview with him. And he's like, no, 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 we'll do it properly. We'll do one of those, oh, hi, I didn't see you there. So, d- <laughs> so delete all this, but they don't. And then just, so he just looks down and it's like, hi, hey, how did you get in? Did my guard dog let you go? <laughs> it's so mad. Uh, have you got a question for me? I do have a question for you. Okay. Shoot. As it is Easter Sunday, and mm-hmm. this is the day of chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, my question for you is along those lines. So, would you rather every sweet treat you have from now on, before you eat it, you have to watch a 30-minute set by your least favourite comedian? Mm-hmm. Before you're allowed to eat it. Okay. Or have to eat it from between the bum cheeks of the comedian you find least attractive. Well, it's got... Oh, God, I mean... But you can have it like that. Just straight from the bum cheeks. But you just got to eat it straight from the bum cheeks. So let's say, sweet. after every sweet treat, so let's say, for example, we're talking a Colin the Caterpillar cake. Is that your go-to sweet treat? I think it's a universal sweet treat. Everyone likes to call in the caterpillar. Okay. Yeah. So not that you would, on a normal day, have more than one slice of Colin. But let's say I did want a second slice. Is that another 30 minute set? Or can that one set get me through this session of sweet treatery? If I were you in that situation, I would say to whatever malevolent being is, is you're making the deal with, I would say, I'm about to eat a Colin the Caterpillar cake. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. And then fine. if you eat it in sections, then you've already earned it. What about... So a packet of Starburst is okay? Yeah. A packet of Skittles. You can't say, oh, I'm going to have... Uh, I'm about to eat two packets of Skittles and a Mars bar. That's, a, that's an hour and a half right there. Okay, but a packet of Skittles is half an hour, not... 12 hours or whatever you get in a packet of skittles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, and from the bum cheeks, mm. this is the comedian I find the least attractive. Or the most disgusting, let's say. Right. Can I be graphic and ask cleanliness of this person? Who's... The, I mean, that's down to... I, I, I'll be honest, Julia, that's very much down to you. You've just... Well, no, because it's down to the person that you find most disgusting. I would assume... That that person would have a hairy, smelly, sweaty crack. Yes. Interesting. Right. If it were me, then certainly yes. That crack would be... Sweaty, smelly and dirty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right, here's the problem I've got then, Julia. So I think that as a natural, like, just get it over and done with, Mm -hmm. it's it's the bum crack, isn't it? Because I've got a comedian in mind, uh, Mm -hmm. a comedian who I think is just so woeful, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and it's so offensive 
without like not offensive humor it's just like this person is clearly thick this right. person doesn't have 30 minutes of material so i'm watching the so same so then you would just be seeing yeah the same, same turgid point. 7 minutes four times <laughs> but yeah. i also know which comedian i find the most disgusting and i think you're right it's a terrible crackdown there uh <laughs> And I think that would just... I feel like I'm going to get thinking about it. <laughs> you look really disturbed. Oh, God. He's gagging. Um, He's fully gagging. <laughs> Swallow it down. It would Swallow ruin... It, it would ruin it for me. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Because how much... Once you... I feel like once you've got a smell in your nose, it's yeah. really hard to enjoy any kind of food. Also, as you can tell, I've, I've, I've got the thought of a smell in my mouth. Those... <laughs> it could never be chocolate. Because <laughs> your brain would... You know, you know, like if Just you were... Just imagine a little Easter bunny. Shut up, shut up. Malteser bunny poking out of that crack. If you shut your eyes and shut your nose... And eat a bite of apple and a bite of potato. Your brain makes the leap, and you can't tell the difference. Apparently, yeah. I think your body would do that with a bar of whole nut. <laughs> oh, God. So, a great question. Neither one is nice, uh, but it has to be. I very ne- I nearly said his name. <laughs> oh. Become a Patreon and find out. Uh, Honestly, do become a Patreon, but not for this reason, because you'll you'll give us five quid and you'll go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, Julia, after you finish recording. So you're going for 100% uh, watching the video. As much as I don't want to watch this person. I'm eating no chocolate out of pooey asses. Uh, I'll, watch, <laughs> I'll watch a terrible comedian and don't make me bleed if, if you like me. Okay. Here's, I'll tell you somebody who'd never make me bleed. Your friend. Rachel Fairburn, comedy royalty, host of All Killer No Filler, mm-hmm. uh, host of Stories Nights, wonderful comic, uh, voice of a cat on the, the uh, Tetley's advert. And a bloody good guest on this podcast. And a bloody good great. guest. Uh, Julia, what would you rather, listen to an episode of Rachel Fairburn right now or not? Uh, the first one, please. Let's do it. What? 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 What would you rather? Good evening, morning, afternoon, night, dawn or dusk, dependent on where you are at the time of listening. Uh, welcome to What Would You Rather, the podcast where we, Will Duggan and Julia Stenton, play our favourite game with our favourite comedians. We've got a little treat this week, an end of series bonus, comedian. All around beauty, podcaster, close friend of mine. It is Rachel Fairburn. Hello, that was a very professional intro. I'm not used to you being um, profesh because we're we're friends, uh, and I don't I don't see you as a professional person. Professional. Well, no, no, I do see you as that, but I never work. Well, we work together. We do things together as well, but we're always messing about, aren't we? So when I see you being official, it's quite um, jarring. Julia, what do you think of me? Do you think I'm professional? I just love that. That's that we're considering that professional. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, I think Julia, I was shocked because it was so slick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. He's had five goes at it, so it, he's, he's got he's there. Getting there. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I, uh, not to talk about other podcasts on this podcast, but. 
I do an intro for another podcast that I do, and I also edit that podcast, and the amount of me talking nonsense I edit out, I know how hard that is, and because Julia edits this, I just want to get it done. One take, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we start, how are you? Julia, we've not spoken all day. How are you? Rachel, you're the guest. How are you? I'm fine before we get into that. I am uh, fine. I'm absolutely fine. Yeah, I've got nothing, nothing to report. I'm just at that stage of this lockdown now where... I'm finding this the hardest bit where it's like there's the end, the end is in sight, i.e. the pub opening, but <laughs> it just feels longer than ever. And I'm just at that thing where I'm like, I've got nothing to say to anybody, which is great coming on a podcast. Um, I've got nothing to say. Like you think of right ringing your mates and you're like, I have nothing to say, but I will have stuff to say, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be giving you the choices, so. Yeah, we're going to feed Good. you stuff to say. How are you today, Julia? I'm fine, thanks. I've just uh, dried my hair. This is how fucking dull I am now. <laughs> I've just, <laughs> I've just dried my hair, and I've realised that there's a little bit of plastic inside my hair dryer, and so it's heating up. And I've wondered why I feel like really lightheaded and like high every time I dry my hair. And I've realised it's because there's this plastic in there that's oh my god, giving off fumes. So now my bedroom feels very like oh fuming. blimey. So who knows what I'm going to come out with this Good with this goodness, me. Rachel's got nothing to say and Julia's stoned. Anyway, on with the podcast. <laughs> uh, just to finish off the triumvirate of awful, I am on my last day of working week, so I'm knackered. So this is going to be a real fucking slog. Woo! Right. Here's how it's going to work, Rach. Uh, we're going to do some rounds of the game what would you rather in which we give you a question with two scenarios you have to choose the best one in none of the questions is dying or not doing it an option you've got to choose one every time (laughs) first round is quick fire we're going to ask you 10 questions we just want your gut reaction to all of them don't think about it don't mull it over just answer it then we're going to do a few rounds afterwards split into each categories we'll ask you those questions you want to hear how you're arriving at your answers you're free to ask questions about that Every question we ask, Julia and I have decided the right and the wrong answer. So if you give the right answer, you score the maximum points. If you give the wrong answer, you score no points. But if you answer what we deem to be incorrect, but you can convince us that you are in fact correct, your answer has merit, you'll get some points. Uh, The points mean nothing. For example, I like your face today, three points. <laughs> so I can't. It's not like I get tokens that I can exchange for gift. You know, like you do at the um, arcade. Nothing like that. Uh, yeah, you can have some of Julia's melted plastic if you score over sixty. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Brilliant. It's some good shit. I'm seeing some really exciting colours at the moment. <laughs> Are you ready for the quick fire round? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Okay. Would you rather read minds or predict the future? Read minds. Would you rather have an alarm that goes off when you're aroused or a paper cut when your name is said? Paper cut. Would you rather be invisible or able to fly? Invisible. Be itchy for the rest of your life or sticky for the rest of your life? Oh, sticky. Sneeze and fart out of your ass or sneeze and fart out of your nose? Oh, no. Go for the ass. Have 34 toes or 34 fingers? Toes. Have a real get out of jail free card or a key that opens every door? A key that opens every door. Would you rather cry marbles or sweat cheese? (sighs) Cry marbles. Have phone sex with Andrew Marr or phone sex with Mike Pence? Oh, oh, Andrew Marr. Would you rather fuck a goat or everyone thinks you fucked a goat? I'd rather they thought I'd done it. All right, that was very (laughs) speedy. (laughs) It's like a, a weird therapy session. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I feel like I need to lie down now. Well, do you know what? You feel that way now? Wait till you hear how we've scored you and you're going to really need to fucking lie down, pal. Oh, God. So, of the ten questions, I will tell you that, according to Julia and I, you got three right. What? Oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Well, let's not pull that thread too much, pal. <laughs> Okay, uh, read minds or predict the future. You said read minds. We disagreed with that because that means you'd be constantly barraged with everything people are thinking, even the negative stuff, and it'd be much harder to deal with. Predicting the future, you just know what's coming, you could be able to adapt it. It's the pervert's answer. Agree or disagree with that? Mm. Mm. Okay, okay, well, we'll agree to disagree on this. Okay, and that's 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 your reasoning. <laughs> Fine, shut it down. <laughs> I've, I've seen, I've, listen, I've seen what women want. I've seen the film. I know how useful it can be. Hearing people's thoughts, reading minds. Do you want to shag Hollywood B-list nineties actresses? <laughs> no, but the, you see, the problem is, I'm so negative anyway that I I assume that I know what people are thinking, and I always worry what people are thinking about me. So I may as well just be able to see, hear what, or see what they're thinking about me. I may as well just. Have it. It might be reassuring. Yeah, it might It might have a positive effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It might ease my paranoia. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, alarm goes off when you're aroused, or alarm goes... Oh, no, sorry, or paper cut when your name is said. You said the paper cut. We think that's wrong. Think how often people say your name, particularly you, you're in the public eye. How often do people say <laughs> Rachel Fairburn versus... Oh, God, I... Oh, right, OK, so I misunderstood this. I just assumed, like, when you're around... No. <laughs> Oh my, so all the, so anyone in the world says my full name, yeah. Yeah. which I don't think could be that many, to be honest. You are a, I'd say, very successful comedian, both in the live circuit and the podcast world. People talk about you all the time. <laughs> well, I, sometimes I just think people probably won't remember my name and they'll just go, oh, that, that bird from Manchester. That's good enough. <laughs> name one other bird from Manchester. Uh, exactly. I, uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, God, I've, yeah, maybe I picked the wrong one there, then. Yeah. Invisible or fly. You said invisible. We disagreed. Flying is cool. The only reason you'd need to be invisible is to be in places that you shouldn't be in. It is also the pervert's answer. But we have found throughout the series that people that say read minds also say <laughs> invisible. They really go the pervy route every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't, um, I don't like heights. Don't fly high, then. So, the, oh, what? So we're just career along the the pavement just like a few inches off it banging into stuff you're all right mate i walk but it would be helpful for like getting stuff off of high shelves now that would be very useful for me a hundred percent as someone under five foot that would be very useful um but i still would rather be invisible i mean but i am a woman in the modern world i am technically invisible anyway so i've got experience of it listen so. pal you've got you've got your own platform viewer agenda this is just a nice little game <laughs> an agenda <laughs> women are invisible every man's an incel welcome to episode 46 we'll kill a no filler um come on what else have i got wrong what else am i wrong itchy or sticky you said sticky we disagreed feeling itchy is the natural way of being itchy feeling sticky is an unslakeable way you could never get rid of it yeah but you get used to it it's not it's not irritating like itches, is it? Itching's horrible. Do you know what, Julia? I'm willing to give half points here. I Yeah, I think so. I think that is a valid point. Yeah, you it, would get used to it. Can other people feel that you're sticky or do you just feel sticky? It's just you. Oh, fine. Live with that. Don't want to be itchy. 
sneeze and fart out your ass, sneeze fart out your nose. You said ass. You got one right, pal, and we really enjoyed that. <laughs> Great. We throw that in to give people don't do well a point, and you have lapped it up. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. 34 toes or 34 fingers? You said toes. I'm desperate to hear your reasoning. Because, you know, I'm a bit, um, I'm very vain, and I don't, I don't want my hands to look all, you know... <laughs> Like, what's the word? Freaky. I'm really enjoying the. Uh, the, the yeah, the very, the well, I'm doing a mime at it. I mean, it'd be a pain in the, the ass to get shoes to fit, but it's workable. You could work around that. It's like, which sometimes, imagine, like, so sometimes if you do an audition for something, they go, uh, you name in your agent, and then they go, show us your hands. Can you imagine if you show us your hands? They'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, they'd be like, no chance. We're not having her, you know, promoting fairy liquid. Hands that do dishes can be twice as big as normal with my help. <laughs> Have you um, ever seen those videos? It's often from people that almost definitely do magic. They're, like, they're all trilby hats and pinstripe waistcoats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Incels. There we go. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they can make their fingers sort of like... Brrr. Right, ripple like there's no end to them I can't do it because I'd sexual the girl but um... <laughs> magicians are not something that I'm interested in magic does nothing for me and I think I think there's in fact uh, Julia you might agree with me like women don't really like magic I, I think it's a male that. thing yeah, yeah 100% I've got no interest yeah like it's so dull i got a magic set for both my 34th and 33rd birthday of course you i love it i love magic yeah (laughs) i absolutely love it i'm the king of the playground which i'm no longer allowed uh (laughs) yeah i was gonna say uh so we disagreed but i think that's decent reasoning half points yeah i think get our jail free card open every door you said the kid opens every door we disagree but actually a lot of people are saying it aren't they in the last episode, we changed our minds to agree. And so now, forevermore, we're choosing the key that opens every door. And that rhymes. Yeah, I mean, that's brilliant. Brilliant. That. Like, you know, why wouldn't you want that? As long as you're not going to abuse it, as long as you use it wisely, perfect. What's the first door you'd open, Rach? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I might, um, maybe I'd go somewhere like, uh, I don't know, the Tower of London for a mooch round or, you know. As long as you don't abuse it. And then the first thing you do is break into the Tower of London. <laughs> Steal the crown jewels. Fine. Yeah. Cry marbles or sweat cheese? You said cry marbles. We agreed with you. Great work, Rach. Uh, Thank you, finally. Phone sex with Andrew Marr. Phone sex with Mike Pence. You said Andrew Marr. We agreed with you. As has everybody that's done this podcast, apart from Jen Ives, who went for Mike Pence because he was <laughs> American. <laughs> A man whose entire political career is wanting to get rid of people like Jen Ives, because yeah, I'll fuck him. Uh, and then, final one, fuck a goat, or everyone thinks you fucked a goat, you said everyone thinks it. We disagree. Just fuck the goat. Keep it a secret. I don't want to. I don't want to. I, look, at least you can defend yourself against people saying that they think you've done something. And then you could just be like, yeah, sure, I did that. I'm the woman who fucked a goat, whatever, mate. But no, the knowledge that you you've done that. Like, no. You can't live with that. We've been friends for a few few years. You come close. <laughs> <laughs> you leave me alone. 
I don't think there are many people who could get away with being like, uh, no, fuck you, I didn't fuck the goat, and take on that argument. But I think maybe you could do that. Oh, 100% I could. I, I'd, yeah. I'd be fine with that. You know, I've had worse things said about me. I 100% could get on board with that. But I I'm not doing that with an animal. No way. Good for you. Well, there we go. Uh, out of a possible some points, you have scored some points. Woo! <laughs> right, we'll ask you questions now. Uh, we want to hear your reasoning, your workings out before you answer. Okay. What? Would you rather your current partner interview all your previous more than friends or get dribbled on every time you have sex from now on? Uh, I'd get dribbled on. I mean, the, the best thing I could say here is, like, that's what I'm into. And <laughs> so it's business as usual, but it's not. Uh, I... Yeah, because I, I just think, well, no. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to do... I wouldn't want to hear from any of his ex-partners. I think it's it, it would be weird, that. I mean, what would he ask them? He'd probably just talk about FIFA with them. Um, I don't know, I don't... Oh, no, no. It's too intrusive, that. You, I think, yeah, yeah you, like, you, you've got to have a private life. You've got, to keep, you've got to have things that you keep to yourself. You've, everyone's got a past and nobody needs to know everything about it, says the woman who speaks about everything on stage. But I, uh, oh yeah, I'd rather be dribbled on. What if the dribbling was uh, copious and just right between your eyes? I can live with that. I mean, what? Like that for four minutes? Four minutes, once a week, best of life. Problem. <laughs> just, oh, I can't imagine anything worse than the, the, the alternative to that. I, I, would, I would rather have, yeah, just dribble, 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 dribble. Yes, please. You know those COVID masks that are like a pair of glasses and then oh, a yeah, shield? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to. When all this is over, we're gonna have to have something to use them for. So that might be the perfect solution. Yeah. Get some little windscreen wipers. The little, yeah, definitely. I'd go for that. Sorted. Yeah, I can't imagine. No way, I wouldn't. All the skeletons can stay. Yeah, not that they'd say anything bad. I shouldn't imagine. Uh, But what do you reckon? Like other than FIFA, I I know your partner. What do you reckon he'd ask people? I have no idea and I don't even want to think, what would he ask? Do you want to go to the fullback? <laughs> do, you want, yeah, do you want to go to the pub? Uh, I don't know. It, I think he'd probably want to ascertain what they did for a living so that he could feel above them. <laughs> that, that's what I think he'd probably ask. He'd probably ask, what do they do? How much do they earn? And, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I think so. Like, not nothing about you. No, no, no. I don't think. I don't think he'd ask anything about. Hope. Oh God, I can't even wait. I, I, I dread to think. Yeah, I, I think. I think he's too respectful to, uh, to do that. But I think he would probably, if he had to, he'd probably ask. He'd probably ask how big the knob was. To be fair, <laughs> um, you know, just just things so we can just be above yeah. them. I would think. How yeah. much do you earn? How big is your dick? And do you reckon her left tits weird? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been speaking to him? <laughs> <laughs> I should text him this morning. Uh, right, that is... I think that's the right answer also, Julia. Yeah, I agree. Well done, well done, Rach. Would you rather have the worst bumper sticker that you can imagine? Uh, Julia, do you have any examples of terrible bumper stickers? I do. It's be, I thought of this question because I was driving back from work the other day and I was in, behind a car... And it had a bumper sticker on it that was a picture of a, like a stick man fucking the word it. <laughs> and then, and then bef- the word before, and then it 
fucking the stick man. So presumably, and then it took me longer than it should have done to figure out what? that it meant fuck it before it fucks you. Oh my god, who's so, hurt you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're, we're talking. So I've got, then I then I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. So we've got fuck it before it fucks you. If you're gonna ride my ass, at least pull my hair. Ah. Oh. I'm only speeding because I need a poo. Seems to be a <laughs> oh, quite a popular god. one. I love no. that one. Yeah, Will absolutely <laughs> loves that one. And then baby on board, I just have a problem with in general. Yeah, I don't. I uh, I once saw a um it, like a in the back of a car, a, you know, sticker. I guess it's a kind of bumper sticker, isn't it? But it wasn't a mm. bumper. It's a window sticker, and uh, it it was. Uh, I mean, you might know. It, Will definitely knows this. There is a genre of pornography called fake taxi. What? And sorry? it had <laughs> it had it had the fake taxi logo in the window in the back of the car and I was like and it was the most run down horrible car you'd ever seen and uh, there was a, a husband it also there was a husband and wife in it I assume they were married and there was also like kids toys in it as oh. well and I was like what oh, are you doing? <laughs> not okay I was driving to work the other day uh, up the M11 uh, about 6.15 in the morning and I went past an... alright we've got your alibi now carry on uh, <laughs> and I didn't see it your honour um, uh, I drove past an old style hackney carriage taxi where the light instead of the word taxi said the word fake and I thought I wonder if that is the fake taxi it could be um, yeah couldn't it so anyway so you could have one of those that Julia mentioned yeah. or the worst window slash bump sticker you can think of tattooed on your forearm and every time you gig, you've got to wear short sleeves. Uh. Or, and we've pulled in your other passion here, serial killers, you've got to wear the literal evidence Ed Gein's nipple belt as part of your costume, visible from the audience for the entirety of your next tour. And that's uh, independent stand-up tour and all killer dates for a year. I, I'm going to go for the belt. Because it's, I can get, I could get away with that because uh, I, I wear weird things anyway. But secondly, uh, I, that could tie into my uh, doing a podcast about serial killers. I could easily weave that into the show. But the tattoo is permanent. No, no, no. I couldn't, couldn't. I'll go for the, the belt. And how do you think wearing that belt would tie in with the ethos that this isn't hero worship? You do that podcast because <laughs> you're interested in serial killers. As long as you're doing it, it stops you buying them memorabilia. <laughs> I will find a way around it, don't you worry. I would find a way around it. And it's just one tour. It's just a few months out of your life. The tattoo. Also, I don't I, uh, I don't want to gig in short sleeves forever either. <laughs> That's the issue. That's the other thing. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather wear a belt, a human skin belt. How bad is that belt smelling, though? Oh, oh, terrible. I mean, I don't even want to think about it. That's got... I wonder where that's stored. That's got to be in some sort of archive somewhere, hasn't it? Must it must be. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. In a jar. Some, like, you know those cardboard boxes you see in, like, police procedures, just in, like, yeah, a yeah. police station <laughs> behind a locked door. I, I, 100%. I can't have the tattoo. I couldn't have that. Just out of interest, Rach, what is... I don't, yeah, I don't want to gig in short sleeves. What is the worst bumper sticker you, you can think of? Or is it... Do you not know many off the top of your head? Which is a fair answer. Well, I don't know many off the top of my head, but I think we there's um where... You know, because you live near me, there is a, a, a very dramatic vehicle that you've probably seen that is warning us that Jesus is coming back at some point. Yes. Um, 
Wow. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, the, the white van in red writing and the fonts like... Yeah, it's a really, it's a font you've never seen before and it's like, Jesus is coming back, he's going to be here soon. Well, it's more in-depth than that. Uh, it's like, <laughs> put it in your diary and then it's got lo- just loads of stickers. I hate, though, and I think, like, I think the worst bump sticker, and I'm sorry to offend anybody who's religious, uh, well, I'm not really, uh, the, and because it, it reminds me, because I went to Catholic school, the ictus fish... Sticker. Oh my god, that's one of you know you, you know when you just see that, you just know everything about a person just from that little sticker. Yeah. I yeah, feel the I same way the I feel the same way about ones where there's like a fam it's a family car and they've done like it's like a skeleton of each family member. There's like a skeleton dad, a skeleton <laughs> mum, and then three irritating skeleton children. And then sometimes there's a fucking skeleton dog on the end. Oh that's my. not Let's not taint the dog with this fucking brush. Like, oh. yeah, I, I, that sounds horrendous. And yeah. I, I don't, I don't like um, like baby on board annoys me. It's just so passive aggressive, isn't it? Like, yeah. please keep your distance. There's children on board. Yeah, exactly. Or, or people that like to tell you about the hobbies through the the, the uh, medium of a, a bumper sticker or something like um, you know, like a West oh, Essex Angling I'd, Club. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather be golfing. It's like great, <laughs> fine. You know, that kind of thing. I will say two bumper stickers that I like. One for nostalgia and one for... It's just a grown-up has bought this and then put it on their car. So the one that I genuinely like is a Fat Willie Surf Shack. Just reminds... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just reminds me Old of... School. I, I quite like those. I quite like the T-shirts. Yeah. I almost bought one of those a while ago. Uh, I think they'd be quite cool. But I did see one uh, ages ago. But when you think a human adult, definitely a man, has gone into a shop, <laughs> seen it, transferred some of their hard-earned money, gone home, <laughs> taken the backing off, made it nice and flat to tell the world the very important message of my other ride is your mum. I mean, that oh, is oh, yeah. God, no, no, no. What is wrong with these people? Oh. I disagree, just because the whole wearing human. Julia, where do you stand on it? I I think Rachel's made a very fair point that the temporary nature of the tour means, you know, it's a few months. And actually, it probably, ticket sales would be up there because people, you know, might not like comedy, but they definitely want to see a nipple belt. So I think that's a smart marketing tool. I also didn't think about constantly gigging in short sleeves forevermore. Don't want to do that. And especially, I mean, in COVID times, who knows when you'll actually be inside a venue again. Mm. So, yeah, no, I think I'm on I'm on Rachel's side. Yes. Okay. Spring break. Uh. Come on. <laughs> what? Would you rather your partner never cleaned their teeth again or they never showered again? Oh, God. Oh. Now... I am very much into the cleanliness. Uh, right, I'm going to go for teeth. Never clean the teeth again. Because at least if he's sh- he has a shower, this it, it could, you know, give it a little... Like water will, <laughs> you know. There'll be some sort of cleaning in a way. You can... You, your breath can't smell if you... What won't smell is bad if you change your diet maybe a little bit. But the... It, the smell of someone not showering is horrendous. Um, 
I am, I might have told this story before. Every time I think about someone who needs a shower, I always think of um, when I used to work at a library, there used to be a, a chap that came in um, and he, um, he stank, basically, he stank. And it was sort of a, a very sickly sweet smell, like cinnamon. Um, but it was so thick that it, you could smell it for ages afterwards. Very, very odd. Uh, anyway, someone bought me for Secret Santa one year at the library some candles. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And when I lit them when I got home, they smelt like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and honest to God, I was like, I cannot, like, this is the weirdest thing in the world. And I couldn't explain it to anybody until I took one in and I showed my friend who worked with me. And I was like, who does that smell like? She's like, oh, my God, it smells like that guy. I would rather smell his breath than his body. Uh, right. So I, yeah, 100% I'm going to go for, uh, th- you've got a shower. Teeth, you know, unpleasant, but can be worked around. I, um, do you know what always terrifies me? You know, like, you know when you walk in your own house and you can't, um, your house or someone else's house and there's a smell and you associate that smell with their house. Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. you walk in your yeah. own house, you don't notice that smell because it's yours. Yes. It yeah. always worries me, like, if you, you know, if you ever smell, like, oh, God, I need a wash, like, whatever, how long have other people been able to smell that? Uh, the, the fear <laughs> of it. Um, I, I don't understand, like, so, you know, some uh, sportswear, you, like, you'll get, like, a, I bought a top, a Nike running top, and it was made of, like, that mesh material. That makes everybody stink. Do you know what I've I mean? I've got Under Armour one, cer- uh, exact same material. It stinks. And it, it's like, even when you've had a shower and you put it on, you just smell like you stink. It wicks away the sweat I think it's done on purpose. Forever. It's weird, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'd rather, again, I'd rather smell bad breath than sweaty bollocks or, you know, a, oh, unthinkable. Oh, makes me feel a bit <laughs> bilious, actually. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely going to go for that thoughts julia yeah i think that's fair because you you'd get used to them out and and surely eventually like i don't know do the enzymes in your mouth start to like do some cleaning i don't know is it like your hair yeah it, like, cleans itself eventually i don't think so your pits don't do that something will happen that's why i yeah. i think you've chosen the right answer but for a wildly different reason because i just think after like if you didn't do any dental hygiene your teeth would just rot away in the end but not necessarily. Depends what you're eating. Like acid. Surely there's like like isn't an apple like the the dentistic version of humans? yes. This is right. So this this sounds like it's not true, but it is true. So an apple, if you it is naturally it has natural thing. I mean, there's sugars in it which are bad for your teeth, but it does and it's a natural. Uh, it cleans your teeth naturally. An apple. My friend, Brill Phil, uh, I said to him once, your your teeth are so white, have you had them whitened? And he was like, no, I'm eating two apples a day. Interesting. Which sounds like bullshit, (laughs) but it's true. (laughs) Uh, Like a Granny Smith or a Pink Lady? Or does it matter on the type? I think it was more like of a, you know, those red delicious ones. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Neanderthals or early man, I'm not sure which one, uh, your people my people uh, <laughs> used to get stuff caught in their teeth in the same way that you and I would do but they had no access to obviously like f- flossing technology so would but they had extra muscles extra strong muscles in their mouths uh, from all the sucking so they had really strong jaw muscles oh 
I'm a bit like that. <laughs> yeah. And then I read, I read that on a post on the internet and the first comment was, imagine how good it'd be a blowies. Anyway. <laughs> Probably rip it off. Let's do a nice one because we've given you some horrible Ooh. stuff. Right. Okay. Would you rather do an escape room that lasts for 48 hours but with anyone in the world? Your choice can be anyone. We're talking okay. Liam Gallagher, perhaps. Or okay. a two-week holiday anywhere in the world, but you are entirely alone for the two weeks. Um. Ooh. I'll go for the holiday. Because uh, I'm pretty used to being on my own anyway, and I think especially after lockdown. <laughs> like, I'm quite okay my own company. And we, I go away a lot when I'm gigging, and I'm used to being in hotels on my own. And... I've go to different places on my own. Uh, so I'd love... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I think I'd be quite happy with that. Two-week holiday on my own. Uh, I would hate to do a 48-hour escape room. Don't give a shit who it's with. I don't <laughs> I don't think I like the idea of an escape room. Um, I don't... Um, I've got to be in the mood, you know what I mean? So if I wasn't in the mood, it would be a terrible 48 hours. And I think, you know, if I asked Liam or Noel Gallagher to do it, they'd end up hating me and I'd never be able to listen to the music again. So, definitely the holiday. 100% the holiday. Julia. No. Yes. No. No, no, no. Are you saying no, don't tell this story? Yeah. <laughs> I, 100% I, the right answer, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Definitely the right answer. Julia, what do you think of escape rooms? Got any funny anecdotes about escape rooms, Julia? <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> Uh, because it brings him so much fucking glee, I'm going to let Will tell it. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. So, what, 18 months ago? Yeah, must have I been. was... Well before lockdown. I was in Bristol, where Julia lives, for... Were we just hanging out? Yeah, I think so. So, we were hanging out, we had some drinks, went to the pub in the evening, but then we were walking around uh, Bristol City Centre, near Cabot Circus, me, Julia, our friend Rosa, and Julia's boyfriend Pete... And there was, we'd like, we'd played mini golf. It was really nice. And yeah. we saw, wholesome day. We saw this Lovely. advert <laughs> for like this uh, horror escape room. So we, and you didn't want the fun to end. So you we're, were like, like, hey, we've got time. We've got time. <laughs> so we went, we couldn't find anyone in reception. So we like sort of followed the signs oh around. And we ended up in this, like, this little antechamber. And it was clearly... It was like a fucking bunker. We went down... <laughs> we, de- we definitely went in a place we were not supposed 100%. to be. 100%. For a start, there was no one there. So already, freaky as fuck. But far. there was a... So we just literally wandered in. Like, I've got a bottle of Fanta. It's a classic day. But there was a locked <laughs> door. Um, and coming from the locked door were the noises of, that you would associate with, a horror, a horror escape room. <laughs> not necessarily murder. <laughs> And there was like these, kind of these voice things, like, like number six, where is number six? And it was like a person being interrogated. Yeah, but again, we're in Bristol in 2019, not during a war, uh, but we are by choice near a horror escape room. Anyway, all of a sudden, <laughs> these doors burst open. These five people start screaming and run out, followed by a newly graduated actor. In oh my God. quite a poor fake chainsaw and like and all that kind of thing, we're like, oh bloody hell! 
And then they, they, they scream, run past us. He comes out, run, run, run. <laughs> then they've run out up the stairs and they've gone. He sort of then stops like, who the fuck are you guys? And we're like, oh, we're, and this is the end. That's my, I'm just an actor. And then me, we all started laughing. And we were like, where the fuck's Julia? She'd seen it. She'd fucked, she'd run out with the guys that had just <laughs> finished it. I absolutely shat my pants. It was, you <laughs> You say it was fake. It may have been fake-looking chainsaw, but it was very real-sounding. Okay, Will. But the best thing is, can you imagine, like, you've just spent... And as, as Julia's boyfriend pointed out, they were clearly scared. They'd been in a scenario for, like, an hour and a half where they're trying to get them... We just wandered in with a can of Fanta. But I, I just laughed so much at the thought of the five of them, like, <gasps> covered in adrenaline, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Who are you? <laughs> Who's that? Sagging on the end. Oh god. Well, I the worst thing was is that where I heard the noise and was like, fuck this, I am not sticking around. And I pushed one of them out of the way. I like ran up to them and probably for the first time in my life caught up to somebody whilst running. Uh, and then pushed them out there because you had to like go up this spiral staircase that we'd come down. Yeah, and then I was like out of breath at the end on in dry land. I was just like Fucking hell. And oh my God, around. there's a guy in there with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. That, God. do you know what? That is, I love that. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm feeling down, I sometimes think of Judy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe you. I can't believe I was the only one to well, run. We just wandered like, like, oh, this is clearly part of the thing. Either that or this is a terrible coincidence. <laughs> I just think you should always be prepared to run at the sound of a chainsaw. That's I, just smart. I agree to an extent, yeah, I agree. Thank you. In an unexpected place, yeah, definitely. What about an expected place? <laughs> stay where, stay where you are. It. Stay where you are. We, uh, we name these episodes, guest's name is, and then like a thing from the episode. This one should definitely be Rachel Fairburn is completely uninterested in spending 48 hours with either Gallagher brother. That'll make people wonder what's going on. <laughs> what? Okay, would you rather always know when you're being lied to or always get away with lying? Uh, I would always like to know when I'm being lied to. Uh, because, again, this is probably me and my um, you know, natural suspicious nature i am quite a paranoid and uh on edge person a lot of the time and even when somebody tells me something that is you know factual and the truth i'll be like yeah but what if they're lying right and i think all these different things around it i am not a particularly good liar i, I very rarely lie actually um in fact if anything <laughs> I'm just too honest. <laughs> um, and I've only ever told lies when it's, I don't know, to spare someone's feelings or something. Like, like you know, oh, yeah, you do look nice in that jumper or something like that. You know, I'll, I'll say that. Um, just just nice little, just so no one gets upset. Yeah, I, I find it very difficult to tell fibs and, and big lies. So, But I would hate to be, I would hate someone to lie to me really, uh, in it about something serious and not know so i would 100 percent always want to know when i'm being lied to but also people do need to lie sometimes yeah so do you think that you could forgive the white lies 
Yeah, the little ones that are there to, you know, keep you happy. Because people, yeah. you, do, you do need to tell lies sometimes, you know. Like, even things like, um, oh, I can't do that because, oh, I'm busy. And they're not busy, they're doing something else. Eat, you've got to forgive people for those ones because yeah. we've all done it. Um, but, yeah, de- I'd definitely 100% go for that one. Because I'm not a... I'm not a particularly good liar, and I don't. Yeah, I don't really tell I lies. I'll say apart from why. Well, what have I ever lied to you? I've never fucking lied to you. Never. I'm just saying. Uh, you said you're not a good liar, and I said I don't believe you, implying you're not. Oh. Good. Just, just a little joke. Maybe calm down. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I did go a bit aggressive there. <laughs> why? Never fucking lied to you. Hey, hey. <laughs> See, I can only keep it in for so long, can't I? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Even though I'd love to be able to just say anything and be believed. Yeah. <laughs> Would you tell people, would you tell anyone that you had that power? Uh, only in a big, when it really mattered. You know, if, you, if somebody really told you a big lie, I'd be like, well, let me tell you something, buddy boy. <laughs> I have a special power when I know that people are lying to me and it's 100% true when I know you're lying. Uh, so only in the big, uh, yeah. you know, big instances. Or you could really bring down the government, couldn't you? Like, uh, if someone's really telling fibs and lying, and you'd be like, hey, listen ev- listen up, everybody. Meet me outside Parliament. I- I've got special power, and you- there's things you need to know. How do you know if politicians lie and Rachel? Their bloody lips are moving. Ooh, <laughs> <lovely>. <laughs> right, Rachel, do yes. you have a question for us? I do, yeah. I find it really hard to do these questions, mate. Would you rather be horrendously ugly, like, you know really horrific like kids cry at you and adults <laughs> gasp but the smartest person ever like incredible super intelligence or absolutely gorgeous incredibly good looking but far below average intelligence so Stephen Hawking or Jude Law <laughs> <laughs> would you know that you were below average intelligence or would you just be like blissful ignorance you, you would know okay but it wouldn't matter, would it? No. I feel like life is so easy for really, really good-looking people that you don't need to be intelligent at all. Like, literally, actors have every part of their day mapped out for them and done by somebody else. Like, can I get some food for you? Can, do you need some water? Like, I'll pick you up at your door and drop you out. You don't even have to think. Ugh... I know the right answer is the other one, but <laughs> this is it's too tempting. It's too tempting. It'd have to be the good looking. This one. is very similar to the Mark Olver where he asked us, "Would you rather be like an auteur of comedy but struggle financially, or have, think Mrs. Brown's Boys is brilliant and be a millionaire?" Like you're supposed to say auteur, aren't you? But I want to be rich. Yeah, so, I'd go for the yeah. I'd go for the Mrs. Brown's boys, yeah. thinking it's brilliant. So, yeah, I, of course you would. Yeah. And in the same way, like Julia, I know that it shows more about my character than it should. I'd love to be smart and ugly. I mean, that's but um, yeah, I'll be beautiful and thick. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'd say that is the correct answer. Uh, right, Rachel. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Out of a possible. I don't know, 200 points you scored. 121, why not? Um, (laughs) Have you got anything to plug? Okay, so 1st of April, uh, great day for comedy, guys. 
Uh, I am running my night, which is my stories night, which, of course, Will Duggan is also uh, my regular sidekick. Should we say that? Little sidekick. Um, it's <clears throat> um, basically what we do. We get, low, we get three comedians to tell a story that ties in with the theme. So this theme, uh, we've had horror, we've had ghosts, we've had all kinds of stuff. This time, the theme is soap operas. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen in it, but it should be fun. And we're doing it live on Zoom, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, from a pub uh, without an audience. So it'll be a bit like, you know, we're, um, we're uh, you know, Peggy and Frank in EastEnders. Um, it'll be a really fun night. Tickets are on sale now. Um, I'll look on my social media, it'll be on there. Or Will's social media, you'll, you've got it on there as well. Uh, I'm not very good at plugging, but it's done now. I thought that was good. Yeah, fantastic. That Thank you. Good to me. I was convinced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goodbye. What Would You what? Rather is hosted by Julia Stenton and Will Duggan. Music was composed what? by Holly Buhaya and artwork by Hannah Styles, whose information is in the show notes. Send us your What Would You Rathers to whatwouldyourather at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. What Would You Rather?